Step away from the noise of social media and mainstream news. On Watch in Washington is your place to hear directly from leaders and difference makers in our nation about the issues that face us as believers, families, voters, and people of prayer. Join us for the next 15 to 25 minutes and be inspired, challenged, and encouraged. It's time to fuel up so we can pray and change our nation. And yes, we always pray together. Thank you for taking time to be with us today. We are so excited about today's webcast podcast. And those of you who are listening in the various formats out there that you take in our information, but we have some stories we are sharing and they are God stories on how the doors are being opened for prayer in many state houses and places across the nation and state government. And we are excited to share them with you today. You are going to be encouraged and you're going to want to share them with other people. This is a great way to share this as an encouragement that God is on the move. And so today my role is a little bit of a, a ringmaster because we've got a whole studio of people that are waiting to tell a little bit about how God got them in the doors and made connections for them to be, bring prayer to various state government opportunities. And we're going to hear from these state leaders who are going to share. And we've got pictures and uh, we're going to pray about it because this is just some of them. I want to tell you that the ones that are here today are all that we could fit in the studio. There's only so many backstage places that we can have for these webcasts. So be encouraged that there are even more stories happening. And we hope that you are watching on Headline Prayer Live in our newsfeed, that you will uh, be able to read some of these stories because we're sharing them one by one as these state leaders have these great opportunities. And we want you to know that there are great things happening. First of all, if you are not a part of a state prayer group, I would encourage you to go to the Connect tab on the IFA website. Find out when your state prayer group is meeting. It gives the phone number, the day, the time. You can join in. Even if you want to dip your toe in the water and go and just listen, you can go, you can pray silently, you can open your mic and, and pray at the times that, that are allotted. But we want to share this is why it's a great idea to be part of the state prayer movement that is happening at Intercessors for America. God is meeting us. And as this grassroots organization of state leaders are doing amazing things, you could be part of the team. And they are looking for more intercessors to join in. So before we go any further, I want to bring my partner in crime in the state ministry um, program together with me today. And that's Amy Sabat. She is our state prayer leader coordinator. And she is the person that is really the concierge to help everybody get what they need to communicate with these state leaders. She knows them inside and out. And she is joining us today. She, as well as I, get to hear these stories firsthand. And Amy, don't we often say, can you believe what God is doing? Can I say, I come to work and I'm amazed every day. And I'm so proud of each leader and their determination and their tenacity. And they just plow forward. Like Chris said, go to your state page and head, click on and you will be amazed. I want to go ahead and kick off our time in prayer. And Amy, I thought if you could open us up in prayer, that would be great. And then we'll do an all pray and then we'll get to these stories. Yeah. The Father, we come before you today and I thank you for everybody joining us 
or will listen to this webcast. Father, I thank you for the state leaders that as they open their mouth, you will speak through them. And Lord, I just bless each state leader as they go forward and in your guidance and direction. And as we go forward this year in 2024, what a pivotal year it is. So Lord, we just give you this time and we thank you. We praise you and we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, let's all pray. All participants are unmuted. All participants are muted. While we are having this opportunity to hear these God stories, I want you as your response, as wherever you're listening, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, message us, tell us where you're calling from. Tell us if you're a part of a state group, you can message and we see those messages coming in as we're live. And we would love to know how many of you are participating and where you're calling in from, because this is not just a one-way conversation we're having here. We know that there are thousands of you on the other side who are listening, who are praying, who are jotting down notes, who are with us regularly. And we want you to know we appreciate you. And we are glad to do this together. And so today we are talking about maybe your neck of the woods. And we want you to go ahead and uh, let us know if you participate. And, and we can give a shout out to those of you who are part of the state group in your state. The first thing we want to do is we're just going to get right to it. We're going to talk about what God is doing. And we're just going to randomly go through some of these stories. We've got some pictures, and I think I've got an order here that might make a, a little easier. But first of all, Kansas, we're going to take a few moments with each of you, and we're going to talk a little bit about what God is doing. And if you can just briefly tell us what this picture is, and uh, we will bring forth, let's see, I, we've got so many people backstage. I want to make sure we've got Greg and Linda from Kansas. There we go. We had so many people here to find you. It was almost like a Zoom call. <laughs> Greg Wonderful to be here today. Oh, yes. We're so glad to have you. Tell us what that picture was. Okay, this was a snowy day in Kansas. The, usually, for example, last year, the prayer room was full of people. It was so full of people praying that many times you had to go outside in the hallway to pray. This year it was unusual with a snowy day. Intercessors from Wichita, Kansas City, far reaches of the state were not able to be there. So there were nine intercessors and two chaplains that uh, were there praying. We have a brand new state chaplain for the House of Representatives, Chaplain L.D. Holmes. We're happy to pray for him. We had a couple legislators stop by. We didn't know till partway through the morning that here they were having caucuses off site. So we just only had a couple stopped by, but it was a good time to pray for them, especially praying for Israel, because they did uh, pass a resolution to support Israel. 
So that was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And of course, our prayer groups, We, of course, this group here was people from different prayer groups com coming together. But uh, normally there's a lot more on opening days. I've been doing this for about, this is my 11th year of going down to the Capitol. So yeah. it was wonderful to see the participation, even though there was a weathering a snowstorm. Yes. <laughs> that happens in Kansas. As a, and as a 15-year resident of Kansas, I know that weather is definitely can be a factor. So I want you to tell Greg and Linda, just you were there on opening day of legislation. Is that what I'm hearing correctly? Yes. Yes, we were. Why yeah. is it important? Let people know why you made the effort to go to be there on opening day to pray. Tell our folks at home why that's important. We want to support the legislatures and yeah. legislators in prayer. There are Christians there. I've been there before when there was a, a senator from Western Kansas who was who's working on a pro-life bill in the city. I was sitting in the gallery, and afterwards it got done. I believe it passed. I told him, "Hey, I was up there with some others praying for me. I believe he gave me a big old hug. He was so thrilled to have us pray for them." Mm -hmm. Other legislators have asked, hey, can you please be in this conference room? We're going to be debating this bill about pro-life or something for the family, something that supports biblical va values. They just love it to know that they're being supported by prayer because it is a spiritual battle. That should be encouraging to all of you out there who are praying because what, what we're hearing, and I'm sure you will hear the same thing as we talk to many of these state leaders, is that legislators want and need prayer. And we sometimes are intimidated. And thank you, Greg and Linda, for sharing your story. We're going to pray for all of you when we're done. So let's go ahead and bring in our Louisiana state leader, Lisa Townsend. I'm going in order here of where our pictures are from. Lisa is in a classroom right now. She's also a teacher. And, and I think if I'm not mistaken, your class is getting an education and listening in today. They are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Tell us a little bit about you got to be, you were invited to be a part of the inauguration. And I don't know if this is part of that or if it's another visit. We put up several pictures, no. but tell us a little bit about what you, how God unveiled, un, unrolled this favor for you while you were there. Chris, Amy, it was unbelievable favor. We were honored to receive an invitation to come an open door came through an open door came through an invitation as being a part of republican women in our parish then through that door state leaders found out that we were a part of intercessors for america we had an even greater door open up to go into the inauguration event on site five hours before the inauguration took place on Sunday afternoon at 11 o'clock, we were there praying over the seats, handing out placards. There were at least 4,000 seats there with a couple hundred for um, the leaders, governmental leaders there by the podium where Governor Landry would be inaugurated. We got to lay hands on them, anoint them with oil and pray over those leaders by name. Then the podium where Governor Landry would be sworn in to the governorship for Louisiana. We met at least seven intercessors there from IFA who had traveled in from the inauguration and were there specifically to pray 
We found out afterwards there were more that we didn't get to meet in person, but it was a fabulous time to see God's people come together to celebrate. It was a joyous time because IFA Louisiana has been boots on the ground since for over a year praying about these elections every week and to see the clean seats, the clean seats because of prayer and then people who are family friendly faith friendly come into positions was extraordinary the other picture that you showed at first i believe that was lieutenant governor billy nungesser we got to have lunch with him that was another extraordinary moment of favor that mm -hmm. the holy spirit orchestrated for us as you can see we were there with him we got to speak with him he listened to us he thanked us for our prayers. He also said that he would do anything that he could to help us further prayer in Baton Rouge for IFA. So we were extraordinarily blessed and favored and met other leaders as well. It truly was an open heaven time. Lisa, I know that uh, Amy and I have often talked about the fact that being willing and just taking a step sometimes is what God requires. And that sometimes, sometimes it, it's a battle, but sometimes he rolls out the red carpet. And, and that sounds like that's what happened. You were willing, you went, and he gave you all kinds of access and Chris, Amy, it's continuing. In January, we decided in Louisiana, because this is the 2024, <clears throat> Uh, the prophets have been saying it's the year of the double door, 24 meaning 12 times 2, 12 meaning government. It's a time to go for it in prayer, to go for it in speaking into the lives of our leaders, believing that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord and that in prayer we have the ability to see hearts turned towards the true and the living God. So we have been having two prayer meetings per week instead of one now. And this morning at our 6.30 a.m. prayer meeting, a new intercessor joined her brother is a state senator. She just contacted me during our recess. Only God can do this. These are God moments. And she is going to have a meeting set up so we can pray with them in person. It is extraordinary what God is doing. As you said, when we just put our foot in the door and believe for him to make opportunities. Well, can I, I, don't can I just to, say that's how... That's our God. That's how he works. It's not IFA. It's God. And as you step up to that door, it will, it opens if that's the door God wants you. But in the double door, I love that. But it's as you go and you go and then God opens those doors that you have no idea are there to open. Yes. We, we are going to take time to pray. So every so often we're going to stop. And Lisa, I'd love for you to pray a prayer of favor over all of the state groups that as they would take that step out, that God would roll that red carpet or even the hidden red carpet of favor and access to be able to pray with leaders. So if you would do that, then we'll agree with you in prayer and do an all pray. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Let's bow. Father, we are your children. We humble ourselves before you. We thank you, God 
that you are showing your might and your power. You are accelerating your work in our day, God. And we thank you, Father, for giving us the favor, even as you gave it to Esther, as you opened up that door for her and the scepter of the king was extended to her. Father God, we pray for that open hand of favor over each state leader, each assistant leader, over each intercessor, Father, for your word tells us that the righteous are as bold as a lion. So, Father, we ask for a fresh mantle of boldness to rest upon us as prayer leaders, Father, throughout our states, our counties, our nation, Father, that we would step in and even put a toe in, believing you to open up the door. And we ask for that blanket of favor to rest upon each leader, that extraordinary connections take place, Father God, with governmental leaders, with leaders of all kinds, Father, in our society, so that we can see your word have inroads and bear great fruit in the life of our state and our nation. In Jesus' name. There's another state we wanted to share a picture from because they, they shared a picture with us and she was unable to make it last minute. This is our Missouri group. And this is just a picture of them doing what they do. They regularly visit the Capitol. They bring a group of intercessors. They walk through and they pray. And I want to tell you that these folks aren't going through the halls and shouting things down. They are respectful. They are praying silently. They sometimes make appointments. And this is all the state leaders. They sometimes make appointments with state leaders that are open to having prayer happen. There are some state groups that have rooms that are available to them where they can pray out loud. But part of what we do when we go to these state houses is that we work within their rules and we're respectful. And because of that, we're welcome. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Pam and her Miss, Miss Missouri crew that regularly visits state offices. Amy, anything to add on the Missouri folks? Um, she, when I spoke with her yesterday, they were on their way back from another event. So they are very <laughs> active and just moving forward as the Lord leads. We've got another story that we want to share. We've got two leaders from Hawaii. And there are some beautiful state houses and some stately legislative opening sessions, but these pictures blew us away. Amy, when we saw oh, these. Yes, gorgeous. This is if Martha Stewart fashioned decor for a state, and of course it's Hawaii. So let's go ahead and bring our Hawaii gals out, our state leaders. They have to fly to another island to be in there, and that is Sharon and Loretta. There we go. And welcome, ladies. We're so glad to have you. Your pictures were gorgeous. Thank you. It was a beautiful day. Just oh. a very blessed day. Tell us about this picture. I don't know. Can you see these pictures? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sharon, you so want to talk about this? this is one of your one? leaders? Yeah, this is my state representative, Gregor Illigan, and this was in his office on the opening day. I had to send him an email and asked him if we could stop by, if Loretta and I could stop by <clears throat> after the opening session to um, pray with him, and he was open to that. So we went to his office and we were able to pray with him. 
Wonderful. And the, the beautiful lays. Now this guy looks also very Hawaii. He looks like he could have just come off his surfboard. Tell us who this fellow is. <laughs> he, this is Austin Parrick. He entered the Senate, at, or excuse me, the House at 26 years old. This is his second term. And he is also a pastor and he attends a prophetic school. Wow. And so I bet he was really open to prayer. Very. And he, on opening day, he submitted many bills for reading that were mm. accepted. And you could just see his Christian values in what he introduced. But while I was praying with Sharon over him, the Holy Spirit hit me. And I really was afraid I would be slain in the spirit, but I think it has to do with Austin's his mission that God has given him. The Holy Spirit is over Austin and Sharon also. Mm. And getting to meet these folks firsthand, even though you may communicate with them, I would imagine one of the things that a lot of our state leaders who do go and visit with elected officials, and as you did, I'm sure you get a whole different vibe and you get a better understanding. You probably even can pick up the spirit of the person. Like you said, you knew he was a believer and a pastor, but what you experienced when you were there adds to the uh, ability that you have to pray for him and any other leaders. Would that yes. be the case? That would be the case. And hey, Chris, could I just yeah. say one more thing? Yeah. This journey since our first prayer call in August, God has accelerated us individual, individually and as a team. Because on that first call, I got a double portion of tongues. Mm -hmm. And it was right after the first prayer. And we prayed together. And I felt my vocal cords rise up. My tonsils went like this and a double portion. So, so I've been stepping out. <laughs> and that's one of the things, Amy, add what you want here. But that's one of the things that Amy and I get to do. It, it is a blessing for us because God has a call on your lives as leaders. It's not that I called you or that Amy called you, but God called you to these roles. And what we are blessed to get to do is to be able to open the door for you to serve in the way that God has called and to support you how you can. And what's beautiful also is that you're getting to pray for those who have a calling to serve in government. So it's like this chain that God, and, and when we're obedient, that we're able to continue that blessing that what God has gifted you for, what he's given you, what he's given you, Sharon, to be able to, to facilitate this. And it is just an amazing God thing. I'd like to add that IFA is a very, a very different community. And when you are part of it, you're part of a state group, you find your people. I've, ha I've heard that over and over again. I've found my people because intercessors, are, it can be a very lonely time. Once again, join your group, get connected. And as you've heard the leaders, they are, and they're connected. The leaders are connected. Amazing community to, to be a part of. 
Absolutely. And Sharon, I think we're seeing you sideways. So whatever you did, flip your camera the other way because we want to see you <laughs> side up. <laughs> but we have another couple pictures that we want to share. If you could illustrate, just briefly tell us, is this another one of the representatives that you got to pray with? Yes, this is Representative Garcia. And he was so open to prayer. It just, mm. he just contagious. Mm -hmm. And he's got a, a very approachable personality to work with the other representatives. And the Republicans are in the minority, definitely mm -hmm. here. There's only six that are Republican. We did, mm -hmm. our Sharon did reach out to some Democrats, but none sure. responded. And that's the beauty also of IFA. We pray for everybody. Everyone needs prayer. We, everyone needs God's leading and direction and wisdom to do the job they've been called to do. In fact, we've been praying, our Pennsylvania group has been praying fervently for Fetterman. I can't remember his first name, Senator Fetterman. And he was somebody that many were very discouraged that he was elected. But as the Pennsylvania group prayed for him, he has come out with some surprising positions that align with our values. And so you don't know how God's going to use people who you may feel are not aligning with values. And we're not about party, we're about values. And it is really exciting to be able to see God open doors all over. Now, there is the minority speaker. I believe that is who that is. Is that correct, ladies? Sharon, you want to talk about this one? Sharon, is your mic on? Nope, I think you're muted, Sharon. All right, why don't you go ahead, Loretta, and tell us about, I think Sharon's having some trouble with technology. Go ahead and tell us about this gal and what a beautiful bunch of floral lays she has on. This is Lauren uh, Matsuma. She's sixth generation living in Hawaii uh, on the big island. And she's a former Miss Hawaii 2011, and God raised her up to be a representative in 2012. But since she is minority speaker of the house, uh, she has a voice and she uses it. And she also has a contagious personality to be able to work with those who might take a legal approach to their voting compared to how they grew up, but she has been raised up to be a unifier. And those are, you're on site to see her and to meet her. And now she knows if she didn't before that there are people from IFA on the islands that are praying for her. One last picture that I thought was great because you had a central view to overlook the opening session to intercede. Anything you wanna share about this? God blessed us with center aisle and uh, row seats. And that was just amazing because we could look down from the gallery and pray. We prayed with the opening prayer uh, through the session and because it did last two hours. And mm. two freshman representatives were swore, sworn in 
making it 20% of 51 representatives that are freshmen now. Wow. And they obviously need a lot of prayer. Thank you, ladies, for what you did. You, you both came from different islands and you went to your legislature and God opened those doors. You were faithful and we want to bless you and thank you for all you're doing. God is doing amazing things in Hawaii and we appreciate you getting up early to join us and early to join us on many of our prayer calls as well, too. So we're going to let people know that if you are in Hawaii, you can pray with this team. Find out when and where and how you do it on the tab, on the community tab. Go all the way down to state prayer groups and you will find the date, the time, the number. Join in. God is doing amazing things. You can be a part of it. And we are so glad to have you here sharing about your beautiful and really spirit-led day. Amy, any thoughts at this point? I'm just thinking of, we have a channel that all the state groups are belong to, and they're constantly sending us. We didn't even know there, some of them are going and doing these events and participating. Like I said, we, we we're surprised all the time. <laughs> it's a chat channel that all, we've got 50 states, but some states have more than one leaders. We've got leaders and co-leaders. So on this chat channel, we have potentially like 85 people. And believe me, you think your family chat or a few friends chat is hard to keep up with. This is flying through, but it's almost, it is just like God moving. And as you're scrolling and people are posting pictures and that's where we got these, we're sharing pictures and here's what we did today. Here's what we prayed. They're praying for each other there. It is just, if, if we could give people fly on the wall, they would just be so encouraged. So we're dedicating ourselves this year to sharing more of these stories, to be able to getting the word out about what God is doing in these states, because it is an encouragement in times where you could feel like, where is God? God's being shut out of so much, but there are people who are seeking him and there are legislators and leaders who are saying that they will accept and need and want prayer. And um, our folks are, are ready and willing. Um, all right, so we've got Iowa. And let's see, that is Tom. For our producer, there's Tom. And he is he has got some great things. Tom, we've got a couple of pictures. Tell us a little bit about your regular visits and how that has been a blessing for leaders. Yes, we've been meeting in our state capitol for 33 years every Tuesday from noon until one. And uh, we will gather anywhere from 20 to 50 intercessors. Sometimes legislators come in and pray with us or ask us to pray with them for bills that they're sponsoring and things like that. And it's just been refreshing. We just started what we call Gather at the Gate. Last year was our first one, and that was on the opening day of our session and that we just started our 90th session uh, here January 8th. So that, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and I think we just put up a picture of your opening session, time yeah. of prayer, that was from the podium in the Capitol. We've got another picture of, of you, and I think, is this a, a elected official or is this one of the leaders? Yeah, that's Brenna Bird. She's our state attorney general. Yes. And uh, she spoke at our gather at the gate and uh, just gave a, 
a very strong speech about her stand for our heartbeat bill in Iowa. And uh, she was one of our speakers. So we were glad to have her there. And the other beautiful woman there is my wife. <laughs> I thought that might be your partner in crime. And it looks like you guys have a good, that you've been doing this for a while and you have a lot of relationships that you have built. But I want you to, to, to speak because you've done this for a long time, Tom. Tell somebody maybe who is a newer state leader or a person who they've never done this before. What do you want somebody new to know about the access and why it's, you know, what, how they can get started doing this? Yeah, the, the big thing, I think, is to find favor with legislators. For example, in our state capitol, we don't always get the same room uh, to pray in because the legislators are so busy. A lot of times the rooms get booked up. But because we have favor with our legislators, the president of the Senate has given her office for us to meet in. We had the president of the House that has given his office for us to meet in different times. Sometimes we even have to meet out in the halls, but we always meet. And, and somebody said earlier, and I agree with this, if we just show up, if we just come to the door, God will open it for us. And, and that's been my experience throughout life. If we just come to the door, God does the rest. That's such a good, it doesn't have to be complicated. And I think sometimes we find ourselves where God's done so much that we are involved in so much, but it all started with a single step and the willingness. And we can't underscore this enough. When we go to events, sometimes we go to Capitol Hill. Amy and I have been to Capitol Hill. Dave, there's a team of us that routinely go to Capitol Hill. You may think this is what you're doing, but sometimes God gives you an open door somewhere else that wasn't even part of your schedule. And even though you came for one reason, God does something else. And it's just the fact that you're going and you're on site. And even if you feel like nothing really happened. You're depositing behind prayer and we know his word does not return void. Tom, we want to honor you and thank you for what you're doing and have done for so long and for the, the relationships that you've built there at the Iowa State House and through the, the government there that have allowed you to speak into these folks. Any last words you want to share? The, uh, the uh, only thing that I would say is to try to connect with as many prayer groups, as many ministry leaders as you can. Because when we're in unity and we have the numbers to show up and numbers are what politicians pay attention to. I go to Washington DC every year and I meet with our senators and our federal representatives mainly on is Israeli issues. But if there's one thing politicians pay attention to, it's numbers. And the more you show up in numbers, the more people you have, the more strength you show to our political leaders. So I would encourage you to try to connect with as many ministries as you can and come in big numbers. Absolutely. When you're praying that link arms with those who are like-minded, 
And that's great. But if you can't find any yet, do it anyway. And you'll find each other. And folks, maybe you have to be the first one to start in your state and others will connect. That is a theme that we're hearing from a couple of people. It takes a lot of us from a lot of different organizations to also be able to support legislation and to message and to encourage our these state leaders. We don't have to feel like it's all on IFA or it's only IFA, but we are a, a cog in the wheel of all of the faith community that is speaking into, and we have to do our part and we have to do it with other folks as well. Tom, thank you so much for sharing. Appreciate what you do. All right, Amy, let's see. We've got our West Virginia gal, Donna Rollison. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, what a blessing. Thank you so much for having me come on today. And I'm uh, doubly blessed to uh, follow Tom and what he had to say. And I am challenged to follow in his footsteps because this was my first time going to a prayer caucus. And so it was all very new to me and it was very exciting. And I've begun to make some connections with the various people by being involved. And I'm just going to shout out an agreement with what everyone was saying is we have these open doors and sometimes we just put our foot in there and it will open up widely for us. And uh, so it's just very exciting and I appreciate the opportunity to share today. When Amy and I were there with you for your policy and prayer event, which we held in the Capitol building at your state, which was tremendous. You did a fabulous job. I don't know if that was the first opportunity through planning that you got to meet some of these folks officially, but it seems to be that once you reached out to them, boy, you were on the list of invites and info and all of that. It seems like you have just had a steady stream of access and participation. Is that the case? Yes, very much. This is what's very exciting and really tremendous for the state of West Virginia. We have a very strong legislator in that they are both in our House of Delegates and in the Senate, many solid, uh, godly men and women. And so that is really amazing and fantastic. And they're very receiving of prayer and welcome all that we offer with IFA to be able to pray with them and for them. And yes, the doors have opened wide. I I did receive an invitation, although it was really a public event, it was not broadcasted really huge because last year they had about 30 people and the normal space where they would hold this event was getting very snug and there was a lot of people there. So they made arrangements to have it at another location in the Capitol and it doubled in numbers, which I'd like to point out that one of our intercessors a few months ago began to pray about doubling, about multiplying, because we know our God likes to multiply, right? We know that he just doubles everything that's going on in our efforts. He takes our efforts, our little human efforts, and just magnifies and multiplies them. So what started out or was last year 30 at last year's caucus was 60 plus at this year's. Many of our uh, representatives were there and they spoke and they prayed and it was just a tremendous time. So I'm very thankful for that. I think we have a picture of the declaration 
that is there. And tell us about that. It was an actual declaration from the governor. It was a proclamation that was issued by Governor Jim Justice. And so that was, and it was beautifully done and a very well done presentation of it. And it was read by one of the senators that was there, which just an amazing turnout by the people that participated and to read that proclamation about the prayer caucus, a kickoff. And one of our representatives, or I believe it was Delegate Jonathan Pinson mentioned, he says, we do not leave God on the the steps of this Capitol. We invite him in. And boy, Mm. I tell you what, the Holy Spirit was all over that statement because this Mm. is an interesting thing too. And I was sharing with, I was at the Capitol just yesterday And uh, what an amazing time it was to be there for another event, a hearing that was taking place. And as I was walking into the entrance, a woman turned, she says, you look familiar. (laughs) She had been to our, our policy and prayer in August. We got to hang out a little bit together. But what I was sharing with her at the end of our policy and prayer, we, we knew God was doing something amazing and he had dispatched angels to be there in the Capitol, to bring forward and to continue the work. And it's like you could feel the words that were spoken. The word of God was spoken. And I know we're not the first ones to be there. We were one out of five other groups that were prayer groups that were represented on the 10th. But when we speak that word, it lays and it penetrates the walls. And I believe that with all my heart, God has laid that on my spirit. So as we walk the halls and as we pray, and as we speak, his word does not return void unto him. So it stays and it lingers and it completes the work that's being done. And I could feel that while every time I go, it just gets more amazing and opportunities and then beginning to recognize people and they recognize me. I reintroduced myself to somebody yesterday and they're like, I remember you. (laughs) I'm like, good. Starting to get some leeway on that. And it's exciting. Appreciate that. Donna, we are so excited. It seems, and I want to say to those of you who are out there, a lot of these stories we shared on Headline Prayer, you're going to find these stories with pictures and a little more detail in our newsfeed. Donna has a story that she shared, and today we've been working this morning on getting a message out about pornography and books in the libraries and schools. And so she was invited to be a part of a, basically a briefing and a legislative briefing, sat right in the chambers and got to hear about this bill. And so this is all because you took a step out, you initiated a relationship, and you they're counting you as a, a person to that you're critical to what's happening in the state for family and biblical values. Thank you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It was an amazing well, time. And I would like to, one thing about yesterday, and I'm not going to go into all the details of it, but one thing that was really, when I got home and after Bible study and everything that we accomplished in the rest of the day, I began to read some of the articles that were presented because there, the place was lined up with press. This was a, a well-covered event. And there was such mistruths being spoken. And it was very troubling to me. So we have a responsibility to use our voice to speak the truth of what's happening. And when we witness these things, 
when we go and participate, then we must voice what's really going on because so often it is not being stated correctly. It is not being reported accurately. And I know that's not a new, a new concept to people, but I truly witnessed this for myself after attending yesterday, that that is exactly what was happening. And that's what we can be a part of is releasing truth to the community, to on these things. Our voice is important and messaging to elected officials in a way that's not hateful is important. And so Donna, could you pray about that? for states that we would find our voice as intercessors in our own states, because that's where we live. That's where we have our authority. A lot of these laws are the main things that really affect us on a daily life. We can complain about Washington and some of those things, but hey, the real stopgap is in the state houses. And there is a lot of power there to either make our lives more pro- family and friendly to God and welcoming to his biblical values or the opposite. And so if you could pray that people would find their voice and take action in their states, that'd be wonderful. Thank you, Chris. I would be happy to. Our precious Heavenly Father, we are so very blessed. We're so thankful. Lord, we praise you. We glorify you for these opportunities that you are, these doors that are flying open for intercessors like myself and those others across this nation. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen and embolden our voices, Lord God, that we can approach and we can speak truth where there is truth very lacking, Lord God, and we can do it with great love and with great decorum, Lord God, that we would do it as you would do it, Father, that we would speak the truth that we're witnessing. And Lord God, I thank you for that. I thank you for the way that you are rising up individuals all across this nation, Lord God, with voices ready to speak your truth in every area of concern, every area uh, like we spoke of yesterday with this particular bill. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord God, for the other message that was discussed, which was unity among all the prayer groups, unity among the intercessors, unity with those that declare righteousness in their lives, those legislatures that are doing the job every day, Father. We pray for great unity. Bind us together in your precious Holy Spirit, I pray that every work that we do would be done for you, that as we work and as we are diligently speaking your words, Lord God, we do it to glorify you. In all these things we pray in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Let's all pray. Amen. All participants are unmuted. All participants are muted. 
Our last guest today is not a state leader, but she is a good friend and she is on the inside of many political activities. And so Terry Hasdorf, you've seen her here before. We want to welcome her. I bet she thought we forgot her, but no. And she has a great website called godovergovernment.com. I hope you check it out. But Terry has a unique position. And so what I wanted her to share is from the perspective of people, because Terry has helped run campaigns. She's been involved in lots of different positions in government. Tell us from the other side, what is the impact of people praying for you and coming to you and visiting you and messaging you? Tell us from that side, what's the impact? Thanks for letting me be with you, Chris. It's great to be back. I have worked in state government myself, and I can just tell you as somebody who has been on the inside, it does make a difference when people pray. I've seen firsthand how it can help with policy decisions. It can make a difference just in the atmosphere surrounding those types of uh, discussions. It really can be the difference many times between things going in the direction that lines up with our values or going in other directions that we might not want. So prayer makes a difference. And when you are in those types of positions, you can feel it and you can tell when people are not doing it as well. Terry, you've written a book that has really been really inspirational to a lot of our state leaders who have picked up a copy. And I want to give people an opportunity to get it again and tell us a little bit. It's called Running Into the Fire. That's it, Running Into the Fire. And tell us about this book because it has been impactful to those of our leaders who have read it. Tell us a little synopsis. The book really came from when I ran for Congress and I took over a super PAC after my race ended. And I realized that there are so many things that people just don't understand about politics, or maybe they're afraid of it. They think it's too dirty and corrupt. And instead of thinking of it like that, we need to think of it more like people who are in law enforcement or people who are firefighters because they're trained to overcome their fears. And instead of running away from the burning building, they run right into it. And with proper training, you don't have to be afraid. As Christians, we're called to walk in faith, not fear. And so that's really the catalyst behind the book. But the book is filled with practical information on how you know you can make a difference. You can start taking action today. There's a list of 20 steps that can be taken right now to get involved to make a difference. So if we don't like what we see happening around us, it's our job to change it. And this is a book that gives you the practical how-to information on how to do that. I think what's so great about it, and, and you can get it at godovergovernment.com. Is that correct, That's Terry? Correct. That's where you can find it. Yeah. What I think is so great about it, it demystifies a little bit because a lot of people are intimidated by the political process. I think, first of all, state government is far less intimidating. When you think about getting involved, most of these people live and work in your community. They're part-time legislators, they're part-time farmer or pharmacist or whatever. They are a little more human to be able to interact with, but I think your book does a great job of being able to lay out what is about politics so people can get a better grasp on it. I think the other thing that I love that you have been a part of is helping good people get elected mm -hmm. because it is not an easy process. I've had several friends who have run for office. You have, I've got a few other friends and it can eat you up alive. And prayer, getting good people who are willing to run toward the fire and to enter their family into that process can 
only happen if if they're biblical believers can only happen with prayer and support from a believing community. We can't leave these people to themselves and just hope for the best. We have to get involved. Any thoughts there? You just said it so perfectly, Chris. If you are called, and that's the big thing, you really need to pray and be sure that you're being called to run because then you're obedient. And if you know that you're called, you win no matter what happens because you've done what you know God is calling you to do. But it's it's really critical for those who are called to also be trained and supported. And those are the things that I talk about a lot in the book, because if we're not properly supporting those candidates, they're not going to be successful. And I give you a lot of insight on how you can do that and be the most effective. We started new legislative sessions, many of them happening in the state houses, and many of our folks were at those legislative sessions, but we are also in 2024. Mm -hmm. And as we look ahead in these primaries and candidates who are running for office, we're going to be talking with you more and more, but we cannot forget this is an ever churning wheel of people coming in and going out. And so we have to be praying for and supporting those candidates that have good values that are standing with the beliefs that we have. What is one thing that you would want people to take away from today as we are looking ahead into the 2024 now that we've entered that year? How can people be praying and what would you say? I think one of the most important things they can do is pray about voter registration. It's very important to not only go vote, but we know that there are 90 million Christians that are eligible to vote in the United States. 40 million do not vote, even though they're registered, and 15 million aren't even registered at all. So those are really critical numbers. And if we can just move the needle even the slightest bit in that way, it could make a huge difference. So pray about whether or not God's calling you to do more to help get involved with registering others to vote. Thank you. And so we talked about the people in office now, and we're also talking and ending with how can we be a part of getting more of those good people in office who will hear from the Lord, who will stand with our values. And it is not a spectator sport. It takes all of us. Thank you, Terry, for always bringing that perspective. Godovergovernment.com is where you can find her book. I recommend it. It's fabulous. It's a great read. And we're going to continue to talk to Terry as we go through this year. And thank you, Terry, for your time for being with us today. Amy, any last thoughts? This was a a packed day full of um, sharing a lot of great stories. What do you come away with? Sure was. One thing is we have met all these state leaders that have been on today. They were either at our 50th or we had the policy and prayer. So we were, we've connected with them and that that's a huge blessing to us. There's nothing like meeting in person. And we love that we have a virtual community of people because it does fill in the gaps with many of us feeling like I'm an intercessor and I don't know anybody else that is doing that in my church. Or I. So we have this online community, which is fabulous on ifapray.org and then through our state groups. But when you see things like this, where you see them getting together in person, and there's many other states that have done these where they pray, walk, the capitals, even on the outside, they're meeting each other in person for the first time. And what's beautiful is that there's a a level of connectedness, just like we talked with our Hawaii gals about when you went and you met these elected officials for the first time, you were able to forge a relationship with them that you can't do just in writing letters and making calls alone. And so that is the beauty of getting involved with a state prayer group or attending one of our events 
which we have some events coming up this year that we'll be sharing about soon, is that you are connecting in person and God does amazing things in his spirit when we are in person. So there's no substitute for that. So we've got virtual, we've got in person and both are needed and God moves in both. Amy, we appreciate all that you do to keep the engine of the state leaders going. She keeps them with all the materials they need and answering their questions and encouraging them. She hosts regularly a Monday morning prayer time with them. So Amy is really at the hub of a lot of wonderful things that are happening with state prayer. So we don't want to leave you out of this whole process and we want to say thank you. So thank you for joining with us today. You're a part of the process too out there. And we appreciate all that you do to pray for our leaders, pray for our nation, pray about issues, take action, news per action. That's what we're all about. And so you can hear more about the news happening on Tuesday's webcast. On Thursday, we'll have a, a, a very interesting webcast next week. We'll share more about that later. But we are uh, just so delighted to always have this regular time to pray with you. So let's go ahead and close our time together today. Father God, we thank you for all of these leaders and those not represented here, all those intercessors that participate, all those who pray from wherever they are. Lord, it is an army that you have collected, and it is in a lot of ways a hidden army. And every once in a while, we get out in public and we do these things where we get to pray with other people and leaders and walk on sites and do all kinds of prayer activities and assignments. We thank you that you have a mission for each of us. And Lord, we thank you that you're using us. And Lord, we thank you for all those that are on this webcast, hearing this podcast, sharing this podcast today, Lord, that you would give them some great encouragement today of what they're hearing, and maybe even give them a little bit of a, a nudge on how they can get more involved in praying for their state, participating by sending elected officials messages of encouragement or prayer, or getting their voice heard on an issue. Lord, we thank you that you let us partner with you in what you're doing. We thank you and praise you for all that you're doing in our nation. And when the world wants to say it's a dark place, Lord, we say your glory is shining. And we thank you for that. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope you will check out the web page that has all the state groups. Find out how you can get involved. It is a wonderful place to connect, and the relationships that will be built there will be really encouraging. Thanks for joining us on Intercessors for America's On Watch in Washington. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And share the word. We bet you have a praying friend who would love to listen to. Visit ifapray.org to access our library of free content, including prayer guides, special intel reports, articles, news, and items for action. We're glad you're a part of the IFA community.